what's the word? Spilling that tea all on the curb. I'm not trying to be nosy, but I gotta know everything you heard. We gotta know what's going on. He did what? Now that was wrong. What's the latest trends of fashion? Tell me what's your favorite song. Who you reading? What you reading? What you watching? What's the season? Are there twists for the finale? Cause we gonna need a better reason. Who's improving the community? Bring the focus back to unity. Gotta do something more than plan. Listen up and take a stand. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Don't be mad. I'm just in my bag. bag, 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 bag. You gon' get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Why you mad? I'm just in my bag. bag, bag, bag. Who are we? DHG. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Don't be mad. I'm just in my bag. Get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Why you mad? I'm just in my bag. All right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this. This is your host, your cute host, (laughs) John Torrance, and I am here with the one and only, finally, Earth Tone. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) what's going on? So, of course, everyone was asking me, who did your theme song? Who did your theme song? Who did your theme song? And I'm like... All right. Well, it's Earth Tone. <laughs> That's who did my theme song. And Everybody? Yeah. So it's crazy how when I was coming up, I was like, I need a um, I need a theme song for my podcast. And I don't know how to go about it in that mm. direction. And I was on Fiverr. And I was like, who can I get on Fiverr? Blah, 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 blah. So I was like, hold on. I want someone who's black and gay because that is I mean, the actual I mean. <laughs> that is the actual like title of mm-hmm. my podcast so i was like you know what i think i'm gonna get earth tone and for some reason you clicked in my mind and i was like he's the perfect person mm. to do my theme song so that's how it played out and i asked him we was out at the bar and i asked him and he was like oh yeah definitely quick so and we did it. And real it came quick. real. It was like. Quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. We got it, we got it done. Knocked it out. <laughs> you know. Quick turnaround. Yeah. So um, how that played out was he asked me, what did I want to do? I said, I need a little ratchet because I'm <laughs> ratchet. And a little class, but a little bump <laughs> you at the definitely, same time. You definitely knew exactly what you wanted. Right. I got to give you that. Right. So thank you again. And thank you for coming. Of course, of um, course. If you don't know, Earth Tone is an openly gay artist, mm-hmm. I should say, mm-hmm. um, because you do everything. Um, and we met with basketball. Crazy, right? Crazy. We met like, it was a couple years ago. Hooping, yeah, a, a few years, years ago, ago. Actually, probably like three years ago. Right. Yeah. And you said right then and there that you rap and you did music and all that. Mm. And I was like, well, you know, I got bars too. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to mm-hmm. spit, right? I'm not oh. going to spit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to spit. But um, thank you again for coming in. 
uh, I just wanted, you know, t- for you to come in to express, you know, everything that you're doing. Um, I've never had a gay artist on my show before. What? So you're the very first one. I'm the first. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. So, thank you for that. Of course. Um, now, with the theme song, was it actually hard to do? Did I give you all the information that you needed? What's crazy is... That's kind of like, that's me in my bag. Right. You know what I'm saying? Talk about getting in your bag. Like, that's what I do. Like, I do music. I mm-hmm. love concepts. I love conceptualizing shit and mm-hmm. putting it to music. Right. Like, that's my thing. So, I actually, I already had that beat made. Oh, really? So, when you gave me, like, what you were looking for, you kind of was like, you wanted something bouncy. You right. wanted something, like, kind of up-tempo, but not, you know, too crazy. You didn't want anything pop. A little right. bit of ratchet, you said. Right. You kind of <laughs> wanted that. You know what I'm saying? And then I went mm-hmm. off of the premise of the show. Mm-hmm. You kind of told me a little bit about the show, you know, what it was about, the different segments and all right, of that. Right, right. So I'm like, I'm going to tie all of that up in there. I had a few beats that I was like could fit into the, you know, category mm-hmm. of what you were looking for. So I right. had like three different beats. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that one just kind of, I felt it. Like, them <laughs> snaps just kind of felt like... right. It just gave the the perfect landscape for right. the for the show in my mind. So I mean, I I did that, and then I came up with the bars. It was yeah, just like, the bars was sick. Everyone I mean, was you like, know. everyone was like, yo, he did his thing. Wow. On that. I appreciate that. So and very professional, everyone. Very professional. Thank you, thank you. You know what I'm saying? No. You only as good as your resume. So I try to. Try to do what I got to do, Very you know? professional. He was like, let me send this PayPal invoice. I'm trying to be professional. I said, all right, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do so mm-hmm. you can get this coin in. So yeah, we made it work. Right. So everyone who d- d- does not know about you, tell everyone a little bit about yourself and, like, where you come from yeah. and how you got into music. Okay. Um, As far as music, I've been into music since probably the age of, like, eight nine mm-hmm. so i've been in the music for a while um i grew up with older brothers and sisters so mm-hmm. my mother was married twice mm-hmm. um i i'm probably separated by like 14 years my next youngest sister oh, okay and then like my oldest sister she's in her 60s right now oh like, wow you know what i mean so like i that's the range of my si- and then i got a younger sister that's in her 20s mm-hmm. so it's a lot of us but then i grew up with like a lot of different influences so like my sisters was in the like house and shit like that mm-hmm. club music right my brothers was into like hardcore hip hop, mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. shit. My mother was into like reggae mm-hmm. and soul music. Mm-hmm. My pops was into like calypso and all that shit right. from the West Indies. So I had like a different, I had a crazy melting pot of music to kind of just come up in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, being naturally drawn to music, you know, always dancing around the house and shit, I kind of just gravitated towards it. Right. So as far as rapping, that came about like, kind of on some playful shit like by mistake me Mm -hmm. and one of my neighborhood friends was just in the backyard one day bullshitting like i think he was writing for a while like rapping and shit Mm -hmm. playing with it Mm -hmm. and then he was like you know let's kind of write a rap we was you know we just bored ain't feel like doing nothing we just wrote a rap and we wrote a song like we did have verses a hook all Mm -hmm. that shit like he knew song structure and all that shit so he kind of like put me on to it so we did a song and we in the backyard rehearsing it and my brother my older brother comes out and hears us, and he's like, "Yo, like, what y'all? What is what is this? What y'all doing?" And he saw that, and then kind of from then on, it was just like, "All right, <laughs> you kind of nice. We might be able to do something. <laughs> right. I know producers, da 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 da." Because mm-hmm. my brothers was, you know, they was running around, they was doing their thing in the streets. They right. was kind of around that age, mm-hmm. so they was out there. They knew a lot of people who was doing music as well. So mm-hmm. they kind of connected me to producers and shit like that. So I kind of started doing the music thing early. 
Okay. Like really pursuing it, trying to get deals and shit. Like I had like uh, Columbia Records inter- interested in me, like right. at eleven and shit like that. Like Flavor uh, Unit, I met Queen Latifah mother. She wanted to sign me to her management, like at that age. But it was like we really didn't know the business side, right? And, and we were dealing with like produ- so. I was kind of signed to a production team. It wasn't signed, mm-hmm. but it was like a verbal agreement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they kind of jumped in, like once people started having interest in me, kind of trying to, mm-hmm. you know, put their interests aligned with mine. So like, all right, yeah, you could get him, but then you got to take this artist and that mm-hmm. artist and all that mm-hmm. shit. So this was all shit we didn't know what was going on. So it was like, all of a sudden people would lose interest and we like, damn, what happened? All of the whole time they were kind of trying to work mm-hmm. side deals while we didn't. Oh. So we didn't, and my brothers wasn't sharp enough business wise to know what was going on and to be on on top of right, certain right, shit. Right, so, right. you know, shit like that just didn't work out, which I'm kind of thankful for in hindsight because it's like getting into the industry at that age. <laughs> you probably would have been a different person. It's hard to make it out of that, you know what I mean? Like, right. on the other side, like with your sanity and all that shit. Right. Like, Bow Wow is like one of the. Few cases, and even him, he's like, you know what I mean? Like, he has his moments, but oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to grow up in that. Like, he was like four or five years old right, on right. Arsenio right. rapping and doing that right. shit. So, but that was my start. That's kind of how I okay. I got into the music. And you from Jersey? I am from Jersey, what part of born Jersey? and raised. Um, so, I was born in Jersey City, okay. but I grew up in East Orange, um, Essex mm-hmm. County. Uh, most people know Naughty by Nature, so mm-hmm. that's kind of that's where they're from. from that era. Yeah, okay. exactly. Um, and you got a you got a close a big you got a big family. It seems like you so. I do. I got um I got two older brothers. Well, actually three. Uh, one passed away um, mm-hmm. when I was younger. Um, and then I got two older sisters. And then I got two sisters and a brother like from my father's side. So you know oh, you got that whole right. like blended family. So I got a big <laughs> big family. A lot of brothers and sisters. A mm-hmm. lot of nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. It's. It's a lot of us. So every time that I have a guest on here, I always want them to, you know, express and talk about their coming out story because mm. everybody has a coming out story and everyone's story <laughs> is different. I had a few people on here and mm-hmm. both of their stories are completely different. Yeah, yeah. So you coming from the hood, uh oh, from Jersey, okay, with the big family, yes. Absolutely. What, how did that whole situation? So I had more of a pulling out story. Um, <laughs> my, uh, so, you know, we played basketball. Right. I was hooping. Right. It was the summer and I was going away to basketball camp. And this was around a time when like the internet had just started popping, the chat rooms and all of that. Oh, so we, ain't had, we didn't that. have cell phones <laughs> and shit. It wasn't no like, no apps, you could automate, you no. save a bunch of phones in your number. You had to write phone phone numbers down on a little piece of paper, Mm -hmm. stash of shits, keep them somewhere. So I was stashing my numbers under the bed. Right? You had a lot under of my mattress. I had mad numbers. <laughs> like that was my thing. I had wild numbers. I didn't meet like a quarter of the motherfuckers, right. but I had, had mad number. numbers. Right. So I had a bunch of numbers with like, you know, dude's name and the number. Mm-hmm. Bunch of them under my bed. Went away to camp. My mother decided to surprise me with like a new bed set and oh. shit, right? Boom, go to camp for like two weeks. Come back home. My brothers is like, what's this? I was like, oh shit. <laughs> they saw they they saw all and the And they numbers. had the name. Yeah. So it was like, it was a whole thing. We kinda, you know, we ain't get into it, but it was just like, ah, da da da. I kinda told them I, I can't even remember what I told right. them. Probably some bullshit, but How they kinda passed it off. 
this was like teenagers. So I was like 16. Oh, maybe. you were young. Yeah, young. Okay. This was like early, like high school. Right. So it was like, you know, I kind of, they kind of brushed it off as like it's a phase or whatever. It did the typical, you know, black family right. shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's just going through some shit, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'll let that rock. I, I just ain't want to deal with it. Because at that age, you're not equipped to even like explain what the fuck's going on with yourself, let mm-hmm. alone to explain it to your family mm-hmm. and shit. So it was just like, all right, whatever. That's what they're going to rock with. We'll rock with it. Let me let this die down, figure it out. <laughs> Maybe it is a phase. Like, I don't know what the fuck is right. going on. Because I had, like, girlfriends in high school and shit. Mm-hmm. I went to prom with a girl. Uh-huh. But after that, after college and all that shit, that was it. You know what I mean? So I kind of knew what it was. But it's just difficult coming from a big family like that. And then, like, just the the surprise aspect. Like, coming home from, like, right. you on a high from basketball camp. Like, yo, this shit's <laughs> mad. It was one of the illest camps I've ever been mm-hmm. to. I come home, it's like, what's this? Just like ah man, like yeah. So that's that my was yeah. Out, so that's my coming out story. But my mom's was cool. So that was you know that was kind of the good thing right, that right. I took out of it. My mom's was just with it. She had my back all the way. It was just like, did you know that that she would? Feel I like knew that, that she would. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she was that type of person. Okay. She was just like one of those unconditional, like unconditional for real. Like right. took you in. Like I got a big family, mm-hmm. so you know, like a lot of kids, a lot of shit. She done been. She done seen a lot of shit. She open arms everybody. She liked mm-hmm. that with everybody in my family. Um, what about your dad? My pops. I mean, he's kind of different. He's like the strong, silent type for real. Like silent, silent. I kind of get a lot of that from him as well. Like kind of my, you know, introverted side. But um, he wasn't really around for that, that part. You know what I mean? He was, you know, he married my mom, but they were separated for most of the time that, you know, I was coming up and right. you know, growing up. So he wasn't living in the house. So he missed a lot of that shit. I'm sure he kind of knows of it, but me and him never had conversations okay. about it. Okay. And like, I would never bring it up to him. Like, I feel like that's something, if you're interested in, you should take interest in right. your son, whatever, whatever. Exactly. Like, I asked him about his girlfriend and all that shit, and it just <laughs> never come up. Like, all right, so who you dating or what you got going on? Because he probably already knows. So. Yeah, I know he knows. So no. I feel like he just kind of uncomfortable to where he don't want to, you know what I mean? He's going to mm-hmm. avoid the shit. So I'm like, we could do that. Right. We cool. I don't need that from you. I don't need that relationship. I had it, you know what I mean? I done well this far without mm-hmm. it, so we good. Like, I'm cool enough just, you know, knowing who you are, we could kick it, we cool. Mm-hmm. I don't need no extra shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It is what it is. Now, did you know people in the hood that were gay as well, or was it just mostly like you? Growing up, like, my closest friends was just the basketball team. So, okay. like, everybody on the team, like, we were, like, best friends, but... Nobody knew about me. Like, I definitely wasn't out at that point. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I had girlfriends in high school, so nobody really knew. I was kind of doing my little thing on the side with the, you know, the chat rooms right. and shit, meeting up Those online. Those chat rooms were crazy. It was Which lit. ones were you on? So, gay.com was, like, the obvious shit. That's the first thing everybody type okay. in and shit. Right. Um, what was it? It was a couple, like, the AIM had a, a, a few chat rooms, like, the AOL chats right, and all right. that shit. Like, yeah. I would just find, like... I was on everything. Yeah, like, on. anything. Like, I would type in gay anything, and if some shit would pop up, I would just hop in all right. of the shits and see what kind of, like, right. the M for M and all that shit. You learn yeah. what all that shit exactly. is. And like, what the fuck? Like, it was a lot. I it was, was a on Black Gay Chat in high school. Because somebody... I didn't know about it. I was on Black Planet. Oh, Black Planet and was... Then, Black Planet was kind of after. Like, that was kind of a little late 90s. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So then... 
um, somebody in high school said something about black HIV. I said, what, the, what is that? Yeah. I said, so let me go on and do mm-hmm. my research. And then next thing you know, I was all hooked on there. Then after that was Adam for Adam. Oh, shit. And yeah. then they had, and which is actually still, I guess, popping. Now they got an app yeah. for Adam for Adam. I don't know. I'm not going to be on there. Damn, that should have <laughs> been around for a while. For a minute. They still making the their coins. <laughs> they like the Apple. The Apple. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they had Apple for the apps. <laughs> That's crazy. So, yeah, I was on all that shit. Okay. But. That's how I go, though. You, like, young. You, like... And then you go around thinking, like, all right, it ain't really nobody else in the neighborhood. But right. And then you find out, like, it's a whole world of motherfuckers that's, like... Right. Accessible. Like, I was also on the party line. Do you mm, know about the party line? I heard about... I was never See, on it, though. I live... I'm from Wilmington, Delaware, so I was close to Philly. And Philly had this big, like, chat, like, this phone chat line. Yeah. And it was called, like, the Philly butt monkey. I heard about the Philly all that Raven. shit. Mind you, this was before black, like, this was before, like, black gay chat and all that. So, before, like, the online stuff, I had the party line. Mm. So, I was like, mind you, I'm not even old. I was, like, 13 old. years old at the time <laughs> yeah. on these things. Yeah. But, I mean, like, you, you're curious, Damn. you know what I mean? So, it's like, you got to, like... <laughs> explore yeah and that's what i did so whatever it's crazy though because i think about it like i was like 15 16 and i was damn sure hooking up with like oh, 30 yeah. oh yeah yeah 33 <laughs> like 28 like right. these were men right like My and i think about it after the fact like damn like <laughs> Like, I would never, like, I'm 36 right now, right. so I wouldn't, like, I couldn't see myself hooking up with somebody with a 16-year-old. Like, like wow, like, niggas was reckless. Yeah, very reckless. My first was 27 years old. I was 17. Mm. And me, when I was 27, I was like, I wouldn't remotely mess with nobody. That's like, what I'm saying. Motherfuckers was, yeah. They was in the That's street wild. getting that That was young. wild. <laughs> But you got to think about it like the internet came around the same time for everybody. So when it came around for us, we were teenagers. These was motherfuckers in their 30s that went their whole lives without anything, without being able to just. And then you get the internet. It's like, oh, shit. Like, (laughs) I got access to all that. It's fucked up, but you can understand, like, you know, the psyche behind shit. It's just. As well, when you think back, back right. Then. So you have a big family. Does it, so everyone supports your music? Definitely, everybody. Time? Everybody supports the music, like hands down. Like especially like, like I said early on, my brothers were like my managers. Like I had my my personal manager and a road manager, like my two older brothers. Oh. Um, and they was on it. But then, kind of once I went to once I got into high school, basketball kind of took over because I right. played basketball in high school. I was still rapping, but I wasn't really mm-hmm. pursuing it like as a profession or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, an interesting story about like when I was going after in the music, I was probably twelve years old, um, and we was in Jersey City. We was at this producer's studio, they forty five came in the basement, played this beat was cr- probably the craziest beat I ever heard. It ended up being Jay-Z's Hard Knock Life beat, the uh, Annie joint. Right. So I heard that shit like maybe three years before Jay-Z got it. You crazy. I'm like 11, 10 years old in the basement. They played this shit. They wanted like 12 stacks for it at the time. So I don't know what Jay-Z paid. I'm sure he paid more than that oh, for it. Yeah. 
But they wanted like twelve stacks because I'm like, yo, because they knew it was going. Whatever be a we got to do to get this beat, I kind, I want this beat. But right. like my my brothers, couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't afford it at the time. But I heard that shit, and I'm like, yo. So when I heard it come out, I'm like, this is the crazy. Like it kind of blew my mind because I'm like, I can't believe Jay Z picked the beat. Right. You should have did a I, remix to that shit. I mean, I would have. I, I, I still could do yeah. it, but that's kind of just a story that always like stuck in the back of my mind that's and shit. Right. Like growing that up, go that go down time, in but, history books. It was crazy. Um, it was crazy. But that's let you know, like, music is just a small, it's a small community. It's a small world. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, hip-hop is just such a niche little. Mm -hmm. I mean, now it's expanded so much more, but it's still, like, a, right. you know, it's a close-knit right. community. So, talking about music. So, I heard your project, Gourmet. Mm. And okay. I have to say, it was fire. Word. From, from beginning okay. to end. When I appreciate I saw, that. And I'm oh, the type of God. person, like, when I listen... First off, you don't really hear people listening to whole entire albums yeah. anymore. They just hear the singles and that's all. Yep. They download the singles and that's all. Mm -hmm. And then, so me, I'm the type of person, if I don't relate to a song within like 30 seconds, I'm on to the next, yeah. on to the next. Yeah. And when I tell you, I listen to every single wow. song. I was like, first off, the production <laughs> on this shit is fire. <laughs> Like crazy. Wow. And I just was like, okay, so I'm going to tell you my favorite songs. Okay. On oh, shit. Well, basically, all of them are my favorite because all of them knocks. So I like Bully. Okay. That's that's like that's a fan was favorite. That a single? Every, uh, yeah, that's probably that's probably the most popular joint off the album. Easily. But I also like Murder. Mm, that murder one kind of is like, yeah, yeah Murder that's You. That kind of is like, that's my actual favorite one. Wow. On okay. And the girl on there mm, went the fuck off. My girl Tony Still. Went yes. the fuck off. Yes. So I was like, all right. And she actually, body. when I heard her, when she sent me that verse, fam, I was like, all right. You 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 put your foot in this one. <laughs> right. Like she was like, because that was the only time we ever collaborated. Like really? I've been wanting to collaborate with her for a while. And I had this joint. I was like, all right, look, this is the joint I need you on. Let me get this. She sent it back. It took a minute, too. She sent it back to me like in a month, and a month and a half. But it's when like, I got that okay. shit back, it's I was okay. like, ooh, <laughs> you, you made it. You made it worth the wait. She killed she it. She ate that shit. So now I have to go listen to her music now because mm -hmm. I'm like. See, I love that because that's the goal. Like cool. when I, the people I feature and fuck with, like I fuck with. Right. So I want you to be like, all right. I want to put you on to it. If you fuck with my shit, you probably going to fuck with their right. shit. Go listen to their shit if you fuck with this shit. Because that's only a sample of, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, that whole package. Right. She's ill. Like, definitely go listen to her shit. I was like, this album is ridiculous. I appreciate like, that, man. So, so when I was listening to it, you remind me of Common. Oh, my God. I, how did I know you was going to say that? I get that a lot. I was like, he gives me Common vibes. I get that a him. lot. Like, I've gotten that more than I've ever gotten it, like, in my whole, like, career doing music right. or whatever. Like, in the last two years, I've gotten that a lot. Like, a lot of people say I'm, Yeah, say and that's, that's, like, a great artist. I mean, he's one of my at. favorite artists, like, ever. Like, right. one of my favorite rap artists. So I was like... That's a big compliment. And it's also, when you listen to the album, it kind of is like, this can actually play in the background at a barbecue and just vibe to it the whole time. Mm -hmm. So it was giving me, like, common barbecue vibes outside. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yep. Yep. it was fire. So, and so now, listening to that, 
just made me open myself up to listening to more artists. You know what I mean? One, I don't listen to like gay artists because I feel like, I don't know. I just never have. I don't know if it's, I can't relate to it. Like, I don't know. It's, but, it's programming. Right. But for that album, I was like, all right, I got to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to listen to it. I appreciate that. So, and I'm, I'm so glad you, like, fuck with it and you kind of... Oh, it's Because that's all it takes phone. sometimes. You give it a listen and it's like, oh, shit. Like, wow. Like, I love when people are pleasantly... That's why I try... I don't try to force my music down people's throat. Like, a lot of people know I knew, do music. Right. A lot of people I know know I do music. Right. And they kind of get around to it when they get around to it. And that's the best way for music to kind of hit you because somebody could not be in a space to hear your music and then they hear it and they might not be you know what I mean the right mood to receive right. it and then they be, might be turned off forever and right. then your shit is just like so I'm just like whenever you get to it you get to it mm-hmm. but I know once you get to that shit it's gonna be like <laughs> mm, that's okay. how I was okay so, that's what's up that's yep, what's so up so everyone go get that gourmet album hey, by Earth out Tone, now bitches. everywhere streaming on all DSPs it all platforms fire. Apple Spotify whatever the fuck you listen to the music <laughs> on that shit is on so are you working on any new material absolutely so I kinda I do like I'm not one of these artists that put out music like rapidly right. every day every week like mm-hmm. This gourmet takes a while to make. Like that's not some shit that you kind of just gonna spit mm-hmm. out. Right. Um, I did a project last year where I was kind of doing um, Fifty Two Tuesdays, so I dropped like a freestyle every Tuesday okay. over like industry beats. So I did like Busta Rhymes, Put Your Hands With My Oscar C. Mm-hmm. I did Lil Pump, um, Gucci Gang. I did mm-hmm. shit like that. Right. Just little freestyles, and I was dropping IG videos every Tuesday um, for the whole year. That was kind of mm-hmm. like on some promo shit, but like. As far as like an album, album, I'm definitely working on a follow up to Gourmet. Good, so we um, need that. yeah, <laughs> I, I try. I like to release like every two years. Okay. So Gourmet came I'm, out mm-hmm. 2018. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 2019. I kind of you know did some other things. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm starting a podcast mm-hmm. with uh, one of my fellow uh, bandmates. So I'm in a group called the Alliance. We kind of like a, a a little super group. Okay. So we all solo artists, but we kind of came together to put that, put out a project. Right. And, you know, just cross-promotion, you know, mm-hmm. all artists, all Q-plus artists. I like mm-hmm. to say Q-plus because LGBTQIA, right. <laughs> like, it's just a lot it's to a say. Lot. It's jumbled. So, I just say Q-plus. Right, right. Everybody know what it means. But um, we're both artists. So, we're going to be um, reviewing, like, singles and projects from all Q-plus artists. Okay. So, it's going to be, like, kind of like a source magazine, but, like, in a podcast form. Right, And we're right. going to be reviewing the albums, you know what I mean? Letting people know where they can hear the music. Going through, critiquing, mm-hmm. all of that shit. We're gonna be doing that, and then we're gonna be we're gonna have like a uh, in the street segment. So we're gonna talk about you okay. know community topics, right, 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 right. and then I'm also gonna bring in the 420 cannabis culture at the end because you know I like my <laughs> so we're gonna be doing shit like you know telling people about the different laws, what's going down with the federal regulations right, and all of that right. shit as far as we shit like that, mm-hmm. teaching people how to roll a blunt, right. just different types of shit right. all focused around 420. So that's kind of gonna be the premise of the podcast. Okay. Um, but that's what I was doing in the in-between year. So I'm still working, but not necessarily working on music. But right. now I got a few features coming up. So I got a couple of artists that got verses right now. They already sent and out there. I don't okay. know when shit going to be coming out, <laughs> but stuff should be dropping soon. I'm working on a collab project with an artist yet to be named. Okay. 
Um, so I got a lot of stuff coming yeah, in 2020. Out here yeah, you in 2020, <laughs> everybody could definitely expect more music from Earthtone. So. All right. Well, like I said, get it because I, that shit's just fire. So. I appreciate that. And it's so on my phone. For it's real. downloaded. That's what's up. So. That means a lot. That means a lot. For real. <laughs> so yeah. I want to talk about what we talked about. I just want to get your take on it. Um, from the last episode, because we talked about a lot of stuff with um, my boy Charlie. Yes, I heard the whole <laughs> episode. So, um, I was talking about black gay reality shows that are um, out now, like Chasing Dallas, Chasing Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then I was also talking about some shows on New York. And of course, if everyone does not know, you were on a reality show yes, called The, the Circle, Circle New York. NYC. So how was that whole situation? Because, you know, reality shows has a stigma anyway. So that was very interesting. That was kind of a first for me. Um, It was the first time being on like any kind of recorded television Mm -hmm. series, anything like that. Um, With that amount of time, like people don't realize the amount of footage you got to get to put together a show like Mm -hmm. that. It was I think I think we ended up doing like 12 episodes, a reunion Right. A couple of special episodes. Um, that's a lot of footage you got to get for like an hour plus mm-hmm. episode. So, and did um, you know everyone on there or no? Not initially. No. The only person I knew, I was aware of Bugs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never met him personally. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was. Um, Melly, I had somewhat of a relationship with. I knew him like from before. We kind of went to a... Um, a a Q plus artist festival. It was like a music festival in Austin. So we all were there. This was like in 2016, like when I first kind of put out, not 2016, 20, yeah, around 2016, 2015, when I put out my first project, okay. me and the Alliance went out there and he was one of the artists out there. So we met him like a few years before right. the actual season. But other than that, I didn't know anybody else on the show. Mm. So um, Nunu, <clears throat> who's the producer and the creator of the show, mm-hmm. He hit me up on Instagram and was just like, you know, I think you would be good for this opportunity. I'll mess with your music, you know what I mean? Like, what you're doing, yada, yada, yada. Like, let's have a meeting, whatever, whatever. So I went and met with him. We talked about what he was trying to do. I didn't initially know it was for the circle. And then once we met, he told me what it was for. And then I went and watched, like, season one and two. And I was like, oh, okay, so this (laughs) is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But... You know, knowing myself, knowing how I would handle most situations, I was cool with it. I thought it would be dope. I thought it would be great exposure. You know what I mean? It would be a way to kind of introduce myself to a a, a part of the community I probably didn't reach yet. You know what I mean? So I looked at it as a win-win. So I was like, fuck it, let's do it. And Mm -hmm. I didn't really know who else had signed up yet. At that point, I was like one of the first artists to sign up for it. So I think me and maybe Bugs was already signed up for it and somebody else. I can't remember. but. The whole cast wasn't really developed yet, mm. so I kind of signed on early. But it was—I mean, it was—it was one of the—it was one of the most interesting, probably rewarding, challenging, but just <laughs> overall like memorable experiences of my life. Right. It was crazy. It was a whole year of filming. Oh my! And then I didn't yeah, know it was that long. we started. We started that January. And it probably didn't come out, so not a whole year. We started filming that January. It didn't come out until, like, that October. Oh, okay. Like, it, it dropped. Like, the finale was on the release of my album, Gourmet, uh, mm-hmm. which was, like, the album release party was the finale. Right. So that kind of was, like, from January to October. So most of the year we was filming, like, like Ooh. every week, several times a week, every mm. other week, shit like that. So it was a lot. Would you do it again? Um... <laughs> 
I don't know. That's I'm not doing it this season. They actually shoot in season four now, oh, so okay. that's probably an, another exclusive. Um, my bad, Nuno, if you ain't want that info <laughs> out there. But they definitely shoot in season four right now, okay. um, which I'm not going to be a part of. I'll probably pop up here right. and there like as a mentor or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, one of the OGs. Right. <laughs> but um, I'm not actually a cast member, but I would do it again. I just it just got to be the right opportunity. It got to be different. I can't, you know. What I mean, I probably got to step it up a few levels, a few mm-hmm. notches. So it just got to be a different situation. I mean, I it was drama in there, but I don't feel like it was as much as the other. One not at all. Did. Not at all. And it was only drama because of one cast member, right? right? So that right. was all it was. Right. Other than that, it wasn't supposed to be drama. Really, right. it was kind of. But I like how it featured and it showcased all the artists. You know doing their thing you know what i mean like they did you they did bugs like they did everybody and it wasn't a whole bunch of like he said she said or you know for for every episode that's what i liked about it that was the main thing and that's what i was saying in my previous episode about the chasing atlanta and chasing dallas like yeah they you have to have your drama like hands down you have to have your drama because that's what sells that's what gets viewership that's the up. entertainment like that's right. what's gonna keep people like entertainment that's gonna that's what you got cut up and put in a promo that's gonna grab exactly. people and make them watch exactly. like you need it but at the same time you need that balance and you need to showcase everyone's like artistry everyone's gift so that's what I liked about it keyword balance <laughs> I, love, I love that you said that like that's the keyword you gotta have balance because that's what it's all about because everybody right. not all into the ratchet shit like everybody likes the ratchet shit but you can't be all ratchet all ra- no. can't be all drama no. like you gotta mix it up right. we need ups and downs like a roller coaster a roller coaster ain't just down like a downward slope just right. going straight right. down like you need ups you need curves you need dips right. you need you know what I'm saying <laughs> you need all that shit so I shout out to the circle New York and you know New episodes coming soon. Shout they out coming to soon. Shout soul. out to Nunu. Kids, stay working, man. I, I got to tip my hat. That motherfucker, Nunu works. And he does all that shit by himself. He films everything. Mm-hmm. He edits it. He I'm produces it. I'm going to have to bring it. him on the show. You got to introduce me to you, him so we I, can I, talk about I'll it. I'll definitely put... You should definitely have him on the show. Right. Absolutely. So, um, another topic that we talked about last um, episode was interracial dating. Mm. And my boy Charlie was talking about how... You know, he, Charlie loves black men. Don't get me wrong. He loves black men. But, you know, all of a sudden he was just open to dating new people. Yeah. And he's talking to um, a Dominican, which was different. Okay. Um, So, I mean, I feel like they're the same. But anyway. (laughs) Right. So, um, on speaking of the circle, you highlighted that you were in an interracial relationship. Yes. Three years. Um, and talk to me about that and how that was. Have you ever dated someone of the opposite race before? Or was that your first time? I have not. Um, so the interesting thing about me is as far as like dating, like I was in a relationship for 10 years um, mm-hmm. with a black dude, American Bayesian. Um, and then got out of that. And two, three months after that, I got into my most recent relationship. Right with uh time who's mm-hmm. a white dude so mm-hmm. that was my first interracial dating experience okay um i had you know hooked up with white dudes before right. but as far as dating like that was the most serious like i've never had a serious relationship with another mm-hmm. white dude so that was the first for me was it different very different how it did was, that actually come to play it wasn't it wasn't super different for me because i am you know i'm naturally attracted 
you know, to white dudes. I'm attracted mm-hmm. to black dudes, mm-hmm. Spanish dudes. Like, I have attraction to different dudes. Like, my main prerequisite, if any, is probably just being thick. Like, I'm in the big boys. Okay. So, um, we met on Scruff. Okay. I was on the app. And I was really, like, I was really, like, gung-ho in the thinking of, like, all right, I just got out of a relationship. Right. It was 10 years. Like, I had just moved to New York. It was kind of like, I'm kind of just doing my thing. I ain't really looking for nothing. I'm right. chilling. Like, I'm just, I'm out here. Right. Like, whatever, whatever's clever. Like, right. I was just with it. <laughs> I was on all the apps, all of the sites. As I was on everything. Be. As you should be. Um, so I just happened to be on that one. And I don't know. It was like, his his profile was just mad cool. He seemed like somebody I could just kick it with. Right. Like, even if it didn't click, you know, sexually, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, is he seemed like somebody I was kicking with? I could kick it with. He was in the smoking or whatever. He was into the arts. Like he worked for a um, publishing company, but they were they worked with like celebrities and shit. So like okay. he works with like right, right. he tries to get like Monique's book written and shit like that. So uh, he was like right. working in the arts. I'm an artist. Okay. He smokes. I smoke. He's a thick dude. I'm in a thick dude. <laughs> like it kind of you know what I mean. We right. was kind of on that vibe at right. the beginning, right. and it started out with just us kicking it. We was you know cool. We was you know, kind of like fuck buddies or whatever. And he knew what it was. I had just got a relationship. I was up front with him. But you know how that goes. Like, a motherfucker be like, yeah, I get it. Before you know it, feelings get caught. Things before you know it. Before you know it, it's been like six months. Y'all been kicking it every day. I'm going uptown. He was living in Harlem at the time. I was in Astoria. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of, it kind of just happened. Like, and it really worked. And, you know, I definitely fell. Like, I really caught feelings and I fell and right. it was a real thing, you know right. what I mean? But unfortunately, it didn't work out. We kind of mm-hmm. recently split like a couple months ago. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was, that was my first like interracial dating experience. I know everyone probably was questioning that too. So they was like, yeah. what? What is Earth Tone? And the homies was definitely like, I mean, you just, you just got out. Like, <laughs> you fresh out the oven. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It was just one of them things. You know, you kind of follow your heart and be like, you know, whatever it is. It kind of, it felt right for the most part. Mm But I think ultimately I wasn't ready. Um, I was fighting, you know, kind of battling my heart and my head was battling Mm -hmm. as far as what I should do and what I wanted to do. Um, But, you know, I kind of never really recuperated and figured out what I wanted to do after my first relationship. Because 10 years with somebody and it don't work out. That's a lot. And I kind of, I got into it. I was 23 getting into that. Prior to that, I never really had a serious relationship with a man. I only had two, I had two girlfriends. Before that, it was just, you know, hookups, fucking around here and there. But I never had, like, a serious relationship. All of a sudden, before you know it, I'm in a 10-year bid. <laughs> it's like, yo, like, where's the... No exploration. I never really dated. I don't really right. know what the fuck I want. Like, right. I really don't. But, like, I'm kind of, you know, going through the motions, figuring out as I go. But it just well, didn't really... You know, it ain't pan out. Well, now you're single, so this is the time for you to get to know Earth Tone. Listen, I'm going to be single for a minute. Right. Just to let everybody know out there, like... <laughs> Calm down, fall back. I ain't listen. I ain't looking for nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm chilling. We could cool. We could cool. We could kick it. But right. no, like, I'm just. I don't have it. My tank is empty. Like my right. emotional tank, I ain't got it. Right. The most I got is to like pour like those stories into like these bars. Like my next album gonna be fire. Mm. I'm gonna just let y'all know that. Like, <laughs> my next shit gonna be crazy. But as far as anything else, like I'm just cooling. Figuring out living life, you know, right. just figuring out what I really want. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't necessarily know if the traditional relationship is 
for me you know what yeah. i'm saying like i think that's like the same way the the sexuality has a spectrum what we figure out as far as long-term relationships and all that shit that's a spectrum like it's not clear cut it's not right. the same thing for everybody so i need to figure that shit out before i even jump into it and start right i mean I, especially else, you know? since you've been in a couple long-term relationships couple long-term so i know i got it in me it's just right. like you just i gotta figure <laughs> out what i really want before right. i right jump jump yeah. ship again you know because that was like me where in my early 20s i was like in a relationship after relationship after relationship mm. and i was like i can't do this so now me being 31 and my last relationship was when i was 25 so it's been like six years mm. since i've been single mm-hmm. but i'm within that six years i found out like what i like what i don't like what i'm going to tolerate what i'm not going to tolerate it's nothing wrong with that and like, you know what i mean, you know what I mean? so take it's your just time like, yeah i don't because somebody was like when was your last relationship i was like it was like six years ago that i literally like was dating somebody consistently and i was like damn that's a long ass time but like i said within that time frame i learned a lot about myself you know what i mean I'm not going to settle for nothing. I'm not going to settle for no fuck boy. And everyone know I'm quick to curve somebody. Quick. Mm-hmm. Quick. So, but that's me because I know my worth yeah. and I'm not going to settle. But I had to learn this within this within the six years yeah. that I've been by myself. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. You got to realize, like, it's going to get harder because right. you know exactly what you want. It's kind of certain shit you're not really going to put up with no more. So, your pool is going to shrink. Right. But at the end of the day, when you find that right one or, you know, whatever you're looking for, it's going to be right. Right. You know what I mean? Because you kind of had the time to sit and figure out what you want to right. do. I mean, life is short, but it ain't that short. Exactly. You know what I mean? Take your time. <laughs> Relax. You'll yeah. be all right. So anyway, so after that, um, we're going to get into this teabag segment since you guys oh, learned a lot about Earth Tone. Mini interview, you know a what lot. I mean? Like a lot. I didn't I didn't spill yeah. a lot of tea. You did, you did. But thank you for that. No problem. No <laughs> so we're gonna get into <laughs> some tea bag. It's only a couple things. Um so Flame, if you don't know, is a comedian who is a trans comedian, but she lives her life as a man by day and a drag queen by night when she performs and she does entertainment. Um, she's been out in these streets heavy this last week. She was on The Breakfast Club. She was on Botched. You know, she's in Tiffany Haddish um, comedy com- special. Comedy special. Mm-hmm. So she's really out in these streets. So I'm kind of tying this into In My Bag too segment because she had me in my bag this week Uh-oh. because of that. Oh, shit. <laughs> because of that Breakfast Club interview. <laughs> um, it she, was spicy. It was very spicy. It was spicy. And she don't give a fuck about nothing. She don't. Nothing. She don't. And, you know, a lot of stuff that she was saying, I definitely agreed with. Um, her, I don't, this is what confuses me. Uh-oh. Because she, when you look at her, well, him. He, she, we. He, she, we. Like she said. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes up with her own sayings, her own pronouns. She got pronouns. Um, which are all of them. <laughs> <laughs> But I understand that when you look at her, at the and you end get of the, it's her, a spectrum. You can't like people are what they are, right? So it's like, and she grew up with that. So her thing was she she has boobs, mm-hmm. she has implants, she got titties, and they're very big. Mm-hmm. But she still has her her penis. She still has her dick. Yes, but and she has and how she's many not getting kids? rid of it. She's not getting rid of it, and she has like what three kids. 
I think she said three, three kids. Tres. She My, got teenage kids. Right. So that whole thing, that's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with all that. What confused me was she said that, first off, she don't get fucked. <laughs> she likes using her dick. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't say she don't get fucked. Well, she said. She said she was in the studs. Studs. And like masculine women. Masculine women. Yeah. But. And Do she don't think, fuck with dudes, she said. Right. So No more, I think. So are they fucking her? Or well, she is did she allude, fucking, no. she did allude to like at the beginning, it's like it is what it is, but then she eventually turns the tie and is is the one on top. That's oh. what it sounded like from the interview. That's that's the context clues I picked up. Okay. I can't <laughs> confirm or deny, but this is what I got from what she was saying. So I mean I I want to know who's going for her. That's who I. That's what I'm trying to get in my mind. Because what I'm thinking of in my mind is okay. So is Young Ma going to fuck her? Like is she, because that's her type. Yeah. Like Young Ma, that's her type that she fucks but, with. I mean, I'm sure it's a couple of it's stud. I'm sure she get the studs she want. I'm sure that's she get true. her studs. It's a lot of people out there, man. You gotta realize. It's niche, it be as niche and small and tight knit as this community is, the spectrum is real. It's a lot of people that fall all different types of ways, and they might not be out here broadcasting it and wearing it on their sleeve. That's true. But you know damn well they in these chat rooms. The access is everybody got access to everybody. Well, you see all these people on these apps talking about trans only, and it'd be the masculine man Fam. ever. It's a it's a whole squad. It's a community. <laughs> it is. That's what I'm saying. Like you, I'm not even surprised no more. Like just because you can't fathom it and you not into it, Don't guess be, what? Right, somebody going to be. It's at least it. a thousand motherfuckers out there that's into it. And they they find what they want and right. they into right. so it is what it is like that's the problem though people be too hung up like why don't even be it shouldn't even go that far like we shouldn't even be thinking that far like you ain't into it it is what it is oh, it ain't for me it's for you right. do your thing right. live your life great but she get her money and i actually love her i think she is funny she's as hilarious fun. funny as she's fun. hilarious she she's quick as fuck she's in t- she's smart she's witty she's quick She's dope. Yeah. She's a comedian. Mm-hmm. I think we'd be too hard on our comedians, man. Like, we got to give... Because it's like, if the comedians can't say the shit, like, who else can? Right. They're comedians. Right. They're here to entertain. And if they wasn't loud and boisterous and doing the comedy shit, you would be bored and you'd be like, what the fuck you doing up right. there? So, like, well, you can't have it both ways. on that Breakfast Club interview because she is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was my in my bag slash tea bag segment. Mm-hmm. So off to you, Earth Tone. What got you in your bag these days? Because we all need to know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm I'm corny with it. I'm in my bag in a positive light. Okay. I'm 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 really into the whole Q plus artists. I really feel like I've been I, saying for like the last two years, like 2020 is gonna be a big year. I don't know what's gonna happen, what's going on, but I just got a feeling, mm-hmm. and like. Through the 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 course of the the last few previous events, like with Lil Nas X blowing up and doing his thing and right. coming out, like you just seeing so many more Q plus artists get this. Like Pose is going crazy. Like it's just a lot of shit just kind of having a domino effect, and I feel like it's gonna all come to a head like next year, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a big influx of like Q plus influencers, like podcasts, like oh, you, yeah. mm-hmm. this, like artists. 
actors, directors. It's going to be a whole lot of shit going on. This whole shit with Tyler Perry opening up this big-ass studio in Atlanta. Hopefully like, people not really talking about this shit the way it needs to be talked about. Right. I'm not going to gas it too much because it's still early, but, like, for a black man, Dolo, to do some shit like this, fam, that's crazy. He got two major films. You saw, like, Will Smith, Wesley Snipes, all of them taking that all picture on a lot. Right. Like, you never seen no shit like that before. Two separate movies. Not even, like, they not even all on the same set. Just all in the same lot working on separate films mm-hmm. owned by, like, another African-American male. That, right. Like, that's kind of crazy within itself. The shit he's really doing, he got his whole shit set up with BET. He got a uh, a deal with them. He's going to yeah. be dropping new exclusive content. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the type of shit we got to do. Like, that's the type of shit I feel like is coming for, like, the Q Plus community. And LGBTQ, support as well. You know so we got to support our Q We got to start supporting well. our own. I'm, that's that's what got me in my bag. I'm really, like, <laughs> I'm trying to make that shit trendy. Like, supporting right. your own, supporting right. other artists, supporting right. people that's really doing their thing. Using our platform to kind of support each other and lift each other up as opposed mm-hmm. to bringing each other down. Like, we still need the ratchet shit. The ratchet oh, shit is great. That's going to be there. You got to have that. It's going to be there regardless. But we need a balance. Like you said, it can't be all ratchet. So we need more platforms that's bringing each other up. Like you said, you don't even really know or listen to a lot of queer artists because you don't really know where to find right. them. They're not putting your face. Like, nobody's really like, okay, your Spotify comes up. Such and such got an album. You should be listening to this. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do with my podcast. We want to kind of be the place where you come to and you like, oh, shit, this person got an album. I didn't even know this was a Q-plus artist. Let me go check it out. This shit is dope, yada, yada, yada. I don't really fuck with it, whatever. Let me comment, mm-hmm. become a part of the community. Let's talk about it, start a dialogue. Right. It's just really no place where you could go to kind of talk about music and find that dialogue. So that's what we're trying to start with the Herbal Tea Podcast. But um, like shit like this, the in my bag, like you're not going to, mm-hmm. you don't see shit like this readily it's and not just readily available in our community nah There's you don't see it you don't see it so we need this shit we need these firsthand accounts this mm-hmm. you know talking about your, your coming out story like you don't get shit like that readily like we need that shit right and we need more of it and i feel like in 2020 it's gonna be a big like influx of the shit like it's just everybody's just gonna start popping oh, yeah. it's gonna I think be... it is. and shout out to bugs for being on sheen the being homie in sheen. i was talking because my the background homie. my background is publishing so magazine publishing mm. and i was like the next actually like the come up magazine or like that's on the same level as essence yeah. is sheen magazine like i said this a couple days ago wow and i was like sheen is about to blow the wow. fuck up like for real, so I was like, for him to and be, he in just Sheen, got the, and he just got the I was exclusive. Like, this shit is crazy. Yeah, that's why I was like, yo, and you see, like I reposted it right away. Like that's kind of like I'm on that, like big up your own right. fam, because nobody else gonna big us up like we gonna big each other right. up. We know what each other's doing. Everybody see each other's posts, right. each other's tweets, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like big each other up. Come out to these shows, right. support. And shout out to Moby. I never really been to like a Moby event before. I feel like I should. Well, I'm like performing next Tuesday, so you might have to pull up. Okay, I'll pull up. I'm performing. Got, I'm performing. At Are you the, performing? I'm shit performing. That's yes. Okay. So yes. I there. <laughs> With a live band. I okay. got a live band, a three piece. With a with a with a background vocalist. Oh. I'm performing. Oh, this performing. This is gonna be a show next Tuesday. November 26th, pull up the Delancey, Moby. They're doing like this monthly artist showcase slash 
you know, op- uh, it's a happy hour for an hour. I'm it's in a there. mixer at the end of the shit. It's like I'm a network there. mixer I'm come through. There. It's going to be like and four I'm gonna different artists. All my friends. Please, I'm telling you, I'm pull there. up because it's going to be an event. Okay. We're getting it in. It's, it's your pre Thanksgiving event. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't really going to... You might have to go to work that Wednesday, but you ain't really got to right, go to work. Right, it's going to exactly. be half a day. Right. Fuck it. You can show up drunk, <laughs> hungover, and all right. that shit. But come through. Have a good time. The Delancey, Earth Tone, Performer Live, Troy Weeks, G Groove, the motherfucking band. We, we It's going to be crazy. I'm going to be, be crazy. There. I'm glad I'm you said you. that, too. I was I was waiting for my moment to plug it, but then oh, you just I threw it up it. there. I so I was it. like, fuck I it. I got it. Because I knew you performed at a lot of their events before. Well, I performed at the first one. They just started this series. So it started in September um, and it started with Kid Ken who just signed to I think Island Records he has a he has a major label deal okay so it was his showcase but then they had a few artists kind of on a bill with him so he performed first and then I performed with actually Brian who's another artist friend Mm -hmm. of mine and he brought me out on his set to perform one of the joints so I collaborated on his project okay um but this is going to be my own set. I'm performing my solo set okay. this time around. So it's going to be me. It's, it's like, I think, three other artists performing. Okay. And like I said, it's going to be an open bar for an hour. I'm in At there. the end of the artist performances, it's going to be like a little networking type party vibe. It's going to be dope. Mm-hmm. So everybody come out, chill, enjoy the music. Right. Come meet Earth Tone. Come right. meet, you know what I'm saying, John and me. And... We're going to get it in. Okay, I'm in there. I got to get in there. You I'll coming fit. through? L- I'm listen, coming through. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you a week deep. early, so you got plenty of- I'm coming through deep. You got- pl- Please, the more the merrier. It's no cap. There's no limit. Come through as many people as you can. I'm going to have my basketball team there. I'm going to have my close friends there. Bring everybody. Because we need something like that anyway That's what as I'm trying to tell you. So if we can get- So we got to support. And this Moby, Moby has been doing big things. I fuck with their organization. I fuck with their movement. Mm-hmm. And they really focus on, like, getting the youth involved, which I really appreciate because that's kind of where the change happens. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With the younger generations, bring them up the right way, and it's only going to get better for everybody else. So I fuck with what they're doing. Okay. Well, I want to say thank you for coming. Oh, man. It was a pleasure. This was real quick, but... We had a good time. We I did hope, have a good time. I hope you had a good time. I had a great time. Shout I can't believe how how long was that? Ooh. It's not as long. That's crazy. That but was dope. actually it was mad long. It, it felt it felt like long. it was long, but it wasn't. Like right. you know what I'm saying? But I want to say thank you again. Shout out your Instagram. Um, all your like social media. Absolutely. And the next time somebody asks you who did the theme song, it's, <laughs> it's Earth Tone, not Naquan. He giving out my government. I did. I'm sorry. I'm like, I be giving Ooh. out governments all the time. That's why you he see, like, I, Na- he like, oh, Naquan did that thing. Like who? <laughs> no, it's Earth Tone. <laughs> you see, I ain't say your name though. <laughs> you did, you did, you did. But no, it's Earth Tone on all my socials. It's Earth Tone Music. That's E A R T H. T-O-N-E. Music is spelled M-U-Z-I-Q. Um, that's at Earth Tone Music on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, catch me on SoundCloud. Uh, Gourmet is out now on please streaming. On, stream please go check that shit out. It's a full... That I'm an album is, artist, so I put together a, a piece fire. of work. It's so it's fire. meant for you to play it from top to bottom. Go listen to it. Stream it. You ain't even got to buy it. Just go stream the shit. Check it out. I know all of y'all got Tidal, Apple Music, right, Spotify, <laughs> Pandora, whatever the fuck you listen to. Stream that shit. It's on there. I got the DSP distribution, so it's everywhere. I know right. it's everywhere.
and I'm going to post the album cover too. Please do, I'm please post, do. I'm like, and it was it's it's been an honor and a privilege. Thank, Thank you so much for having Thank me. For I'm coming. so I'm so proud to be a part of the podcast you. musically. You and know Thank what I'm you saying? for supporting me because you were listening to the other. episodes Of course, as well. I told you I do my research. I'm not just coming up here willy nilly, freestyling, <laughs> blind eyeing it. Nah, I do right. my research. Right. So I like to be thorough. But your shit is definitely dope. Much success to you in Thank the future. You. Thank I fuck you. with what you're doing. Whenever you need me to come back up here and co-host you got oh. it just hit me you up know I got you. it's not a problem you know, you. you know i'm coming back up when i drop the next project oh, yeah. so listen it I'm is what it is it. let's keep it going all right well thank you again and i'll see everyone soon because we doing a couple more episodes next month in december we're oh, gonna shit. have two more so okay you know consistency is key seriously and you know my whole theme for 20 is 2020 vision oh i got that 2020 vision Damn, i got a there. song Oh shit, we gotta talk. We gotta talk <laughs> off air. We gotta talk off air. Go ahead, right. go ahead, go ahead. All right. Well, I'll see y'all <laughs> soon. Thank you. I'm just in my bag. bag.